0: Badger Cast, number 49.
1: I woke up this morning, had a scone in a large
2: house blend. Then a little conversation with my squirrel and chipmunk friends. Said, I'm sick and tired of winter, and I wish that it was spring. Then a little fellow named Robin Redbreast began to sing. Oh, child, would you think the cold winter's going to last
1: forever? Oh, child, now's the time for all our people to get together outside.
2: Because it's the first of May, first of May. Out starts the day starts today, so bring your favorite lady Least your you're listening to VanterCast! You just had to do that. Didn't you? <laughs> I did, didn't I? I'll probably beep it out on the uh, podcast. Uh-huh. but...
0: Hello. Hello. I'm Julie.
2: I'm Dale. And you're listening to Jonathan Colton's famous 1st of May, the beginning of summer. Yay! Not quite. Well, beginning of certain activities in the
0: summer. Summer? No, 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 no. no. Summer is the the start of summer. That is, is
1: Memorial.
2: Yeah, but then it's like already almost half done. Like May's all done.
1: I
0: don't agree. All right. Anyway, it I, has been a week since we podcasted. We yes, getting back on schedule for a weekly show.
2: Yes, and welcome to all the people who've listened to us before, My and if,
0: those that have joined us. Thank
2: you. And uh, yeah, we were talking about this on the first take that didn't take.
0: Which is probably for the best. Anyway.
2: That in order for a habit to become a habit, you'd have to do it how many times? I
0: think it's 27 times or
2: more. Well, don't expect 27 weeks of shows in a row. I'm sorry. That almost happens in normal life. No, no. Mm -mm. We'll try to get close to that, but.
0: Hey, we do our best. And. And we deal with it.
2: Yeah. So, hey, what what do you expect for nothing anyway? That's true. There you go.
0: So, the other part that starts in May is
2: construction
0: season.
2: Yeah, we were uh, talking a little bit about this on the first take. Um, Julia asked if there was anything I needed to talk about about my commute. And I said, well, we're finally getting back to a decent amount of time for a commute. Back to when, you know, that hour 15 mark as opposed to the hour 30 mark or the... Hour 45, Mark, or in the worst case scenario, three hours.
0: Well, that was a snowstorm, so we can't really say much about that. But, yeah, because yeah, there was construction on 94 this year, and I've pretty much avoided that. Yeah. And then we started talking the the most construction that we'll deal with almost on a daily basis, though, is the section of Highway 83 between... Um,
2: Miguanago
0: and Wales, Tennessee area, which would be about um, Highway 59, where Highway 59 crosses. Because that several mile stretch is being redone, it is pretty much closed off except for local traffic. So you only have two spots that you can cross Highway 59, which there's one county road and then Highway 59. And according to the long range planning people that I'm hearing talk, both of those will be roundabouts.
2: I should have gotten a yes song. I'll be around about...
0: I'll oh, stop. <laughs> I hate around about this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right now they're putting in the temporary road before they shut off lanes on 59. So that is my most direct route to work. Any other route I take, I have to go... I would have gone through the construction, but I can't go past those areas because it's closed. Or I go completely all the way around to the south Or go completely all the way around to the north, and that would that wouldn't be nice.
2: Would you be able to take? And this is getting way um, too detailed, I guess, for the show. But
0: yeah, probably. Hmm. So go on.
2: Well, I'm going to say it anyway. Would you? Could you take D? Take um, fifty-nine or eighty or eighty-three to E to D to. I
0: could, but that is most most traveled alternate route for the people that live in that area. It's not It's not straight through. If I'm looking for the quickest easiest way to work, that's not it.
2: Well, I understand, but the, quick, the quickest and easiest way to work for you is the construction zone. Right. Yeah. So
0: we're talking the next possible quickest easiest route, and that yours isn't it.
2: Just
1: so,
0: so a my suggestion. Point, so my point was, we've hit the other season in Wisconsin. Construction
2: season. Construction season. season. Yeah. And that'll be with us till the end of November.
0: More than likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But at least this year, the Beltline isn't being uh, constructed.
0: Yeah. Yay for you, boo for me. Yeah. So, what else have you done this week?
2: Well, I worked. Okay. Um, haven't done anything e- notably exciting.
0: Do anything around the house this weekend?
2: Oh, um, yeah, well... We uh, cleaned up, I cleaned up the yard.
0: We're starting to clean up
2: Start yard. up, well, I cut the grass for the first time yesterday.
1: hmm
2: It needed it. Um, and then today, I weeded some of the yard on the fence line that uh, my next door neighbor, he kind of resurrected that fence.
0: He resurrected his fence that was damaged in the tornado, yeah. and we. We'll start, hopefully, in the next week and a half to two weeks. I've hired a guy who is going to help us clean up the yard in two, possibly three steps. Okay. (laughs) Excuse me. So first step, which hopefully I'll start in a week and a half, is that he is going to go through and take out the tree stumps that are, well, the tree stumps that we are going to to take out. And that totals about 14 of them.
2: Yeah, there's, there's a couple that are too big to even take out. To
0: even attempt to take out. And, um... There's one that falls right on the lot line that is the...
2: Um, It'll be the Tornado Memorial Tree.
0: Pretty much, because it falls right on the lot line, and our neighbor, it was pretty much his tree, and he, he wants to leave it up as, as a memento for a while.
2: Yeah, actually, that I, we used that as show art in one of the shows after the tornado. I think we did. Yeah.
0: Um, so he's going to come in. Stage, stage one, then, is stump removal and burning all of this wood. That nobody wants because we didn't have time to store it appropriately, and it's not great wood. A lot of it's Um, scrub trees and mulberry.
2: Yeah, mulberry's not a great wood to begin with. No. Secondly, there's a a law in the state of Wisconsin that you cannot transport wood farther than 25 miles from its origin because of the boar ash beetle.
0: And on top of that, there are several counties that you can't even do that. You can't even leave your immediate area.
2: I don't know. If, is Waukesha one of those?
0: I believe our, the surrounding counties are part of it. I don't think Waukesha itself is. Okay. But because we have the state forest, they don't like a lot of a lot of stuff coming in and or leaving.
1: Okay.
0: So, um, so that's stage one, and hopefully we will get that done And then we'll work on stage two and three, and um, we'll see if we get extra help between kids and siblings and um, grandparents coming to help do, I'm thinking, 10-foot increments along the the lot line when it comes to restoring the flower beds and things like that.
2: Oh, Mm -hmm. we could try that.
0: So that was what we were talking about when it came to the backyard. Did you do anything else exciting this weekend?
2: Let's see. Cut the grass yesterday. I mean, um, have
0: to think about it. I don't really think we did. he did much else. No,
2: I I cleaned I cleaned up the the, dog, the outdoor the dogs dog kennel. Out
0: there kennel back and it's free of tree debris and yeah back on its little blocks. Yeah,
2: yeah. They like that. Yeah, and uh, that's about it. Didn't mm-hmm. do anything too exciting. No. It was just a, a lazy weekend around the house.
0: Those are kind of nice.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure the summer, as things go on, will get busier and busier.
0: I don't think we have very many free weekends. No. no.
2: <laughs> okay. So uh, let's see. So what did you do this week?
0: Well, of course we worked, and I think it was last last week. No, it's a couple days after we posted the last show. I was the stupid idiot, and I answered the phone to a number that I didn't recognize, and I probably should have. Yeah, and I probably shouldn't have, shouldn't have done it. But I picked it up and I said hello, and it was the Center for Disease Control doing a survey.
2: Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so he you puts sh-
0: his finger up to. to Are
2: you it. sure it was them?
0: Yes, because I did go back and check what she told me. All right. The Center for Disease Control is doing a survey on childhood immunizations. Me, being the healthcare provider that I am, and immunizations being very important, I said, what the hell? I'll take the survey. And I wasn't thinking on all cylinders initially. Number one, I don't know how they got our phone number, so I don't know if it was a random call, if they had a list of, of numbers or what.
2: Well, I, I... I... I think we've kind of expired. The no-call list, it expired for our phone. So I think I need another, to re-up.
0: Another thing for another time. But anyway, so I don't know how they got the phone number, if it was a random thing or if they had a list Oops. of whatever. Pardon me. Um, but as going through the survey, she asked how many kids were in the house and their birthdays. And I'm like, okay, they are not gonna, They can't track anything with the birthday. So, and they, she, out of the three birthdays, and then asking for the age and birthday of myself, she said one of the kids was um, eligible for the survey, whatever um, age group they're looking for, which looked to be about the age of the just turned teen getting into high school age. We're answering all these questions and going through, and um, she finally gets to the end of the close to the end of the survey, and she goes, well, to support all this stuff, we would like to contact your doctor's office, your pediatrician's office, and get a copy of said um, immunization schedule and included in our um, survey. And I'm like, "Mm, but that would give you my child's full name, it would give you his Social Security number, and it would give you a lot of other stuff that's not supposed to be in an anonymous survey. I, so I said, no way in hell. And she's like, okay, thank you, and hung up. And I got really frustrated after that because it's like, why is a survey asking for such stuff and a a um, entity that knows that they can't ask that crap because of HIPAA? And making sure that your study is blinded and yada, yada, yada.
2: Uh, I don't know, uh, honestly. I am mean, suspect, well, I, I, of course, suspect any survey on the phone.
0: Maybe, maybe not. I, sus- I did go back and look at the site. They are doing the survey. It was proved that they were doing the survey. Okay. But I don't agree with the in-depth lengths that they want to expose a child. Yeah. Cause, and we are talking, I mean, it's one thing for a an adult to decide if you want to, um what's the word i want um
2: release release your medical one that
0: that information but a a child a minor it, it just doesn't sit right yeah so i wonder are there any other surveys out there that are asking people to put themselves in a position that they are breaching their confidentiality in in several ways because you asked a good question afterwards well, can't she look up what we've what we've given so far? When you look up by phone number and going doing the reverse thing and finding the address and all that stuff, and I said I don't know what links they would go to for any of that stuff.
2: Yeah, and, and personal. I, I, obviously, that in order for them to get the information, that you have to sign it, off on it. That's the law, right?
0: It is. She didn't bring any of that up. Yeah. But I stopped her before that. I said.
2: Because I way. Yeah, stop. Perhaps the the idea and the whatever research they're going to get out of it is good if they are in fact the CDC. But they need. Perhaps that would have been better served by saying, "Can we send you a survey that you could fill out, and then take it to the next level where it's more official." I don't...
0: That's one thought. I also thought, if you want the records of what X child had, you can send me your survey sheet. I don't need to put anything else on there except what they received in their age. If you want a um, make, to make it official, I could take it to my pediatrician and they could sign it saying that this yeah. unannounced child, whatever. But that, that then they should be doing their research through the office the pediatrician's offices.
2: Well, they still can't release the information unless you sign off on it. Though. Even if they did in a blind unless they did it in an aggregate. I don't know enough
0: about that. Yeah. To answer that.
2: Uh, well, if anybody does, if anybody's a lawyer or a HIPAA expert. <laughs>
0: There's nobody
2: who's an expert in HIPAA. Sorry. So, um, you can call us at uh, 262-649-8550.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the other things going on this week were we have several friends that are doing big things. As in today, do you know what today was?
2: Mm, May first.
0: Um, Boy, John, I would feel really bad right now that he doesn't remember. Even wishing you good luck
2: today. Oh was yes, today John's John, John. I, I did. I did wish him good luck on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I did. I so did. So, manager I did. John,
0: today completed his first marathon.
2: He did finish?
0: He finished in four hours and five minutes.
2: Awesome! Awesome. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Now he's home recuperating. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
0: But he did a a great job. And then I've been watching the um, Twitter and Facebook posts from Lorna and Crystal, um, Spot Guy's wife, and they are upping up their training walks for the breast cancer walk this year. When is that? Um off the top of my head I do not know but we will put a link in the the show notes because if anybody wants to help them out on their um, endeavor to raise money they can
2: okay and speaking of which Dale
0: finally Charlie are you listening finally got his um, leukemia and lymphoma um, site up for the Scenic Shore 150
2: yes and I will post that on the show notes at BadgerCast.com because it's just way too long to read. And I'll probably try to give us a nice little sub-link or something nice to get us get you there faster. If you choose, like Charlie, I think, is going to, donate awesome. to, possibly donate to uh, our efforts for the Scenic Shore 150, we have to raise $300 minimum apiece mm-hmm. to just, participate. Just
0: to participate.
2: And in doing that, we... Also, are considering or you're doing fundraising through um,
0: Stone Creek Coffee. Stone
2: Creek Coffee. I
0: put my first order in today.
2: Okay, and it's a local Madison, I believe, um, roaster. I think, according and,
0: to the little or
2: no Milwaukee roaster
0: that I printed out here, it's Milwaukee.
2: Milwaukee um, roaster.
0: According to what I dug, bl- 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 dug up here, where is the sheet um they have multiple things here we there's a custom milwaukee blend there's a french roast there's the cream city blend there's a decaf there's an organic fair trade blend hazelnut and they are also selling hot chocolate Um, but it is all packed fresh so i'm putting in a, a kind of a medium order and um it gets made and put together when they get the order. So this isn't just sitting in the warehouse somewhere. It gets put together fresh, and for small to medium order, I will have everything within 7 to 10 days. Yeah.
2: Stone Creek Coffee has about 5 or 6 locations throughout the area. One of one of our um, their locations is not too far from us, and they have good coffee, fresh
1: coffee,
2: mm-hmm. uh, brought in daily from Milwaukee. Where right. they roasted fresh.
0: They, I actually saw that there's one in one of the movie theaters, um, when we go uh, towards the Adventure Rock for climbing, one of the Marcus theaters.
2: Is it the big one by Sam's Club? Correct. Yeah. Okay. That one's kind of the their show place.
0: The show place one.
2: Yeah, with the i I think they have like two IMAX screens and the restaurant and the whole deal.
0: I don't know. I don't frequent movie theaters because it costs too damn much to go.
2: That is true, especially when you take five.
0: Yes, and we did talk about that prior. Yes. Okay, so that's enough of our fundraising. So,
2: So, should we take a break?
0: Sure. What do you have for us on our break?
2: Well, speaking of important things that didn't happen to us this week, guess what happened on Friday?
0: Friday. This past Friday.
2: This past Friday.
0: Well, I, I think that it has something to do with what I pretty much avoided even thinking about up until Friday morning. And that was something about a wedding somewhere. Yes. And and my thoughts Lorna
2: probably followed this very closely.
0: Yes, and I'm sorry, Lorna, but I just couldn't get into it. Thirty years ago was enough.
2: Yes, yes. Um, we I remember that. It was a bit I think it well, it's probably a big deal.
0: As somebody yeah. said but I think
2: it was a bigger deal 30 years ago, but...
0: Before it was cut off. I'm sorry. I was going to say, as I heard out in the public sector this weekend, somebody put it kind of nicely. They said they needed something positive with the royal family. Because the last thing with the royal family has been bad stuff. Between Diana's death and the, in some opinions, the mockery that... Uh, happened with the husband and him hooking up with his current wife.
2: Okay. I I, I really haven't thought about that.
0: Well, that's what I heard out in the general public, (laughs) and I thought it was an interesting spin on it.
2: All right. Well, of course, the royal wedding can't go without some sort of music and parody and such.
0: Do I want
2: to hear this? This is from an EP called The Afternoon Tea from Sheeran. I'm
0: sorry, Laura. I haven't heard this. And this and is really
2: afraid. Posh on the Badger Cast.
1: You know that there's a certain etiquette when you're around me. Now, darling, I'm an English rose and I enjoy drinking tea. I like to drink my... And silk and act like I'm royalty And only socialize with classes who
2: That was uh, "Posh" by Siren, and I'll edit that out as well. Okay. So for the Cheesehead Spotlight, the box. Shoot, hold on. What
0: box? Just
2: speak to the people.
0: Huh? He's surprising me. I have no idea what he's. No, saying. you
2: surprised
0: me. I surprised him with a box.
2: Little box oh. called the Variety 8 Pack. Beer. From the Lakefront Brewery. From the Lakefront Brewery. Do we want to pick us? I'll get s-
0: that. You can talk.
2: Alright. The uh, Lakefront Brewery is um, a Milwaukee brewery. Started in 1987 by two brothers, Russ and Jim Klisch. And they started the brewery in. What was an old power plant, and um, they've been making beer since what 1987? So, about 25 years, and they've got some great brands. They've um, in the variety pack here, they've got um, River West All Malt Amber Lager, uh, Lakefront IPA Indian Pale Ale, Wheat Monkey Ale. Eastside Side Dark, um, a seasonal beer. Clitch um, Pilsner. Um, Fuel Cafe. I don't think you'll ever have this one, Julie. Which is? It's a coffee-flavored stout. Yeah. No. 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 She said no. If you couldn't hear that. And then the last one, which is um, they're making a mark in doing this, which is kind of an interesting one, is um, they're one of the first brewers to uh, have a extra special organic bitter, which is basically an, a beer, all an ale brewed with organic malted barley and organic hops. So, and that's the one I'm tasting right now. That tastes very good. Would you like a taste?
0: know what I like a taste. This is checking meat temperatures here.
2: Organic um ale. It's not bad. So thank you for buying that for me. You're
0: welcome. It's not not cold enough for me.
2: Yeah well actually ale should be
0: it should be closer to room temp.
2: Yeah well this one is probably could be either or. Okay. Um, so
0: I did good is what you're telling everybody.
2: Did very good. Okay. And I don't know what the distribution for uh, the Lakefront Brewery is. It may just be around this area. But uh, you can check them out at www.lakefrontbrewery.com.
0: Okay. That would bring us to what's Julie reading. What are you reading? Um, Patricia Briggs, Briggs' newest book. And I'm looking the name of it right now because I can't remember it. Um, but it's her latest in her um, Mercy Thompson series. And then the other one that I just finished reading this morning um, was Suzanne Brackman's latest um, reissue. And um, Patricia Briggs' latest book is Rivermarked. And that is the sixth book in the series. They say, according to the website, that number seven should be coming out in spring of 2013. And it's listed as an urban fantasy book. Mercedes is a Volkswagen mechanic living in um, the Tri-Cities area of Washington. And she's Native American in heritage, and she's gifted with the ability of a shapeshifter. And her life and how her story is progressing. So, I like it. I know that not everybody likes it, but that's that. Um, the second book that I said I read was Suzanne Brockman's book. And Suzanne Brockman's book um, was Tall, Dark, and Deadly. And that's part of a series that she reissued. Um, it's called the Tall, Dark, and Danger series. And there are... Initially, I believe there were 11 books that were um, put out in back in when did they start? Back in 1996 through 2003. Right now, she's reissued them in um, doubles, as I call them, two books in one. And um, there's Tall Dark and Dangerous, Tall Dark and Daring, the last one Tall Dark and Deadly, and the next one that comes out will be. Something called Night Watch in June. So, these are the seal books that you you give me grief over.
2: Fall dark, and...
0: fall dark, and whatever.
2: Fall dark, and seal.
0: Not going there.
2: I know. I I actually couldn't find another good D word off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, Yeah. well, whatever. So, I got the the quick read, and then the not so quick read. And then I'm waiting for a couple more books to come in from the uh, library on my list here. And um, for those of you who do read and are looking for things to read, I'm looking for um, Phantom Evil by Heather Graham is on my list, Love You More by Lisa Gardner, and Devious by Lisa Jackson. And those are all... um, mystery-thriller-type books. Okay. Okay. So what does that leave us with?
2: Well, it leaves us with feedback, which we have none.
0: Yeah, we surprised everybody by putting on a show.
2: Yeah. (laughs) They're probably just starting to catch on to the last show.
0: Mm, That's okay.
2: All right. But if you'd like to call...
0: You can get a hold of us at BadgerCastLine
2: at 262-649-8550 or you can call or leave an email at dbadgercast at gmail.com and Dale and I are both on Twitter and Facebook
0: I'm Don't Tickle Me
2: and I'm Philosophy Guy
0: and on that note since I see children walking in and, and the, they're hungry
2: and did the thing be again, again. again.
0: yes. so good night all look night. it
2: Bye bye.